Did you know that the sixth leading cause of death in the United States is Alzheimer's disease? And that one in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's or other dementia, and it kills more than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. I know times are tough, but I'm asking for your help. As the chair of the Iowa Board of Directors of the Alzheimer's Association for the next two years, I am working harder than ever to raise awareness and to raise funds to rid the world of Alzheimer's and all other dementias. And your money doesn't just go to research. It goes to care and support groups, which are free by the way. The 24-hour hotline, which is free by the way. To education and awareness programs in every community across the country. And it does go to research. The Alzheimer's Association is the third leading funder of research and the highest funder of research that is a non-governmental entity in the world. And they're making strides each and every day. So please, give it some thought. If you're interested, please click the link in the show notes to donate to our Alzheimer's walk team today. Your money stays in the local communities to impact, to support, and to educate people all across the country about Alzheimer's, the warning signs, and how to get care and support. This is a disease that is quiet, but it's continually taking away lives of people all around us, including my great aunt, my neighbor, and a dear family friend. Again, the link is in the show notes to go and support our walk to end Alzheimer's. And if you just want more information, you can go to ALZ.org. Well, we've reached the end of May. Weird. Yeah. This this year is going by so fast. I feel like nothing's actually happened. Like, no, we're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> we're sitting on our asses and gaining weight. That's what we're doing. Yeah. I think I know what your fuck of the week's gonna be, though. Yeah. So uh, last weekend I was working on. So this last week. Last weekend, I was doing landscaping, and it was... I went outside with, on, with a t-shirt on, and it ended up being a lot more humid than I thought it was going to be. So I was like, fine, I'll just take the t-shirt off. Whatever, I'll, I'll know when to put it back on. So I was working, it was getting hot. You went inside, and, and eventually I was like, yeah, i got to get the t-shirt back on. I'm just feeling really, really hot. Okay, so I just kept working, and whatever. It was off for too long. <laughs> <laughs> got a little toasted. Not in a alcohol sense, but in a I've been in the toaster too long. Um, and then, if that wasn't bad enough, like, what's today? We're taping this on Thursday. So on Tuesday morning, Tuesday, or was it yesterday morning? Yesterday. So Wednesday morning, I was walking the dog, and, like, he had gone to the bathroom, and, like, I just wanted to get back inside. So I was like, Aiden, let's go, let's go, to get him running. So he's running, and I'm running behind him with the leash. And I didn't see a little... Uh, whatever bump in the sidewalk I, my foot caught it i tried to catch myself didn't work so like i go flying through the air and land on land and slide on my side um so now i've got road rash on my lower back and my hip uh, a little on my hand uh it's so, gnarly so now like i've got sunburn and road rash and it itches like a motherfucker <laughs> And he didn't wear a bandage to work. And then it was like sticking to his clothes. Gross. and gross. 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 So that, that is not the fuck of the week I thought you were going to say. 
What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to talk about the two dozen donuts. I don't want to talk about that. That didn't happen. <laughs> I don't know about uh, my fuck of the week is not of myself, but this, um, oh, just lovely neighbor. Uh, he actually kind of lives catty corner um, behind us. Um, actually, no one, no one on the street that that we actually love. But um, we've noticed the past oh two weeks um, he mows like every other day, and it has been raining a lot. Uh, in fairness, uh, the grass has been growing a lot, but not enough to warrant an every other day mow. Um, to make it all worse, he's wearing a mask while he's mowing his own lawn, as if there's, you know, a group of people around him or he's in some sort of concert arena or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I get it. You know, the social contact and when mowing your lawn is pretty great. Um, this guy is like probably 5'9", five, 5'10", five, 250 to 300 pounds, pretty, pretty big guy, pretty fat ass. And I look outside tonight, and, well, I'm sorry, I was sitting down um, working on some stuff this evening uh, for work, and I hear an all-too-familiar sound. I'm like, I thought we all mowed this weekend. What What is going on? And I look out, and this guy's on his mower, mm-hmm. mowing someone else's lawn. <laughs> no joke. And I think Richard probably thought I was joking at first. But Richard saw it with his own eyes as well. Like, this guy is out there mowing the backyard of someone else. And I was like, okay, well, maybe it was, a, it was long. Maybe he just was tired of looking at it. No, no. No, no. He then proceeded to mow the front lawn, which is now on the, like, not even close to his house. Like, this is on the street that we actually live on and yeah. the, the people we love. Like, these people, the people that he's mowing, they're not home. Uh, very often they live um, abroad and, and just insane. And I, I just want to go to him and be like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. You are fucking weird. You're mowing every other day. You're mowing other people's lawns. You wear a mask while you do it. Well, and he got into a tiff with his neighbor about their fence. Oh, yes. They had... Oh, jeez. I forgot about That's that. That's when we were both home. Yes. Yeah. He's a... He's a high-maintenance neighbor. Yeah, he's well, one of those And guys. I don't know if he's married or anything, because I've never seen no, anybody else. He's he definitely single. He's... <laughs> fuck. I bet he was married at one point. And that just didn't work out. I mean, you know, the corona's got us all a little hijacked, but... He's extra hijacked. I'm like, dude. Yeah. I, you gotta love making love to your lawnmower to mow that often. It That's ridiculous. That's <laughs> well, so, real. It's a sexy riding lawnmower, but... No. <laughs> no. You see all the jiggles and bumps and Stop. folds <laughs> when he's bouncing. <laughs> oh, my God. You can just see it. It's it's It needs to stop. Yeah. Uh, all right, so when we come back, uh, we're not going to talk about Twister. We're not going to... Um, we might talk about Twister. We might talk about Kennedy. We might talk about work. We might talk about alcohol. Um, recently, the New York Times put out a series of uh, questions that they framed as though they'd be really fun questions to ask on a first date or as you're getting to know somebody. And so we haven't done a hot seat in about a year, I think. So I thought it might be fun to do a collaborative hot seat where we just draw out of a hat uh, and ask each other these fun questions from the New York Times. So we'll do that right when we come back. Deal. Hey, everybody. Steve here. Um, we are so excited to launch uh, Brooke & Co. I know we've talked about that in the past, but um, 
you know, these are t-shirts that we are really, really passionate about. Um, they, they are super comfortable. They wash well. They wear well. They can take you from running around town with the kids to dinner with your friends when we can go back and do that again. Um, and so uh, just to make sure you guys are able to try them, I wanted to give you guys a discount code. So head to brookandco.com and enter the code MANTRA, and you'll get 10% off your order. Um, like I said, it is MANTRA, M-A-N-T-R-A, and you'll get 10% off of your entire order. And you know what? If you try them, please reach out. Let us know what you think, how comfortable you are, what you love about it, and uh, enjoy. Thanks, guys. Okay, we're back. Who's going to go first? You. I'm going to ask first? Yeah. Okay. So my question, and keep it, I haven't read any of these, Steve hasn't read any of these, so this is going to be kind of fun. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? I wish I would have had more uh, education on finance. Ooh, that's a good one. Not what I thought you'd say. <laughs> that's really, really good. Uh, I, did not, I did not have a lot of... Uh, whether it be in school or yeah. or for my parents or my grandparents, anyone, there was just I didn't learn how to manage money and how to <laughs> save and how to kind of tackle that. Now I know they're learning a lot of that now in school, yeah. But I wish I could go back and do that. Learn a little bit about what that. What about you? No, are we doing this back and forth? I thought like, was, we're no. gonna now. I'm on now. What I want to know what was the question. If you could go, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? I wish I would have spent more time on the farm. With grandma and grandpa. I can see that. Yeah. Because that's an experience that I'll never get. I'll never get the time with grandma and grandpa again. I'll never get farm time as a kid again. Like, that's just such an experience that I should not have taken for granted. Totally. Okay, your question is, before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? A, it depends on the type of the call. And B, absolutely, I've done it before. I've written outlines before. I feel like, though, typically, if you nowadays, especially if you're going to call someone, you have a reason you're going to call someone. Yeah, for the most part. Um, but like, if it's a a job related thing, like a like a I'm call you know returning a call about a job offer or something, like I've got the bullet points down that I've got to say this, this, and this. Um, phone interviews, especially, like absolutely, I've I've rehearsed it in my head seventeen times. Um, Sometimes with family calls, I've definitely made made that outline because you want to make sure that like you you stand your ground or you say what you need to say. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. I've I've uh, <laughs> written out outlines and rehearsed them in my head. What about you? Um, not really. <laughs> uh, I, I would say probably job interview. Sure. Yeah. Just because you kind of have to prepare for that, but hell no, I fly by the seat of my pants. You do. And whatever comes out of these people, our listeners by no know, know by now that whatever comes <laughs> whatever. out of my mouth comes out of my mouth, and I don't have I don't yeah. have any shame about it. So yeah. I, fuck it. I guess I don't. I never considered it shame. It was just more like I want to make sure that like I don't forget <clears throat> to say something or like say it in the way that I want to say it that'll have the most impact. So I'm that's I guess what I'm. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it just depends on the type of phone call, yeah. but serious conversations, even not really for me. I'm like, oh, I'm going to wing it. Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go to set number two, which I think they get more like complex as we go, so we'll find out, but you can pick oh, one out of that. Let me see. Draw one out of the hat. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and I'll do the same. 
Ooh, mine's good. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> no, you- oh, I, oh, that's right. Sorry. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? And w- if so, why haven't you done it? <laughs> uh, retiring. He's been dreaming of that one for a long time. <laughs> um, no, I think, there, truthfully, I would like to just quit working um, and travel and how why haven't I done it? It's because it's almost nearly impossible to do that unless you have some like means of income to, to, to that they pay you to travel, and yeah. those are very few and far between. Or you're freelancing while you're on the road, and yeah, yeah. and that's just not. It, we're not there when yet. you have a, we have a kid and other things. It's just not really in I'm the cards. Home but, school in the RV. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, that's I've that always wanted to quit. Yeah, and like not actually go into an office and have yeah. to report to someone ever again. Yeah, life goals. Yeah, going after it. Brockandco.com. That's right. <laughs> what about you? Is there something you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Um, I want to write a, a fiction book. You've said that several times. I know. I keep coming up with like random ideas, and it's like, that would make a good story, but it's like, is that 300 pages worth, or is that like a 10-page short story? Like, yeah. you, you got to think through that. So Maybe you need to do a series of short stories. I thought about that, the two. <clears throat> uh, maybe like a kid short story or something, but... Um, right now, my time is spent Write elsewhere. Write a book for Kennedy. I've thought about it. Children's books. Mm-hmm. Ba-boom. Okay, if you knew that in one year you would suddenly die, would you change anything about the way you are living right now, and why? Yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'd keep doing everything and care what the lawn looked like. and uh, No, like I, if it were possible, I'd quit my job. Um, you would take a year off work or work, work, find a way to work remotely or something. Um, we would travel. Um, I would spend every waking second I could volunteering and giving to my family and spending that time with them. The, the, everything would change in a yes, good way. Sir. Mine would be yes to quit and travel. Yeah. I would not, I wouldn't be in the U.S. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> For that last year. You wouldn't be. I would be. I would travel both places. No. I would, I mean, I'd probably come home to see my family, but. Nope. No reason to stay here. There's lots to see here. Mm, we're drawing again, folks. From the third pile of questions. So we'll see what these end up being. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> we'll see what you come up with. I mean, I've known you for... We're going on eight years now. Yikes. In fact, we should talk about that before this episode is over. Uh-oh. Uh, my question to you... Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. Mm. <laughs> I probably know most of them, but I was gonna say, <laughs> uh, I mean, I would say obviously we've told the story of me drinking in New York. Yeah, that's, that's, that's obviously that's an embar- pretty good. That's an embarrassing story. <laughs> um, I was pretty shit faced. I'm trying to think of things that maybe were before you. Yeah. Um. Uh, wiping out on a surfboard in front of your crush is pretty embarrassing. Aww. Um, I yeah. fell uh, in the middle of line dancing, <laughs> uh, which actually doesn't sound like it's too embarrassing, but yeah. <clears throat> when you know everyone there, and then your shoes are, you know, you, you try to show off, and your pants are super tight, and you kick your leg too high, the and other just, leg follows with it, and you awesome. fall backwards. Where was this? This was San Diego? Yeah, okay. it was in a... Uh, it's called Moe's Bar and Grill. They had a kicker's night. Nice. Um, yeah, I've 
You right in the middle of the floor. Hard. Everyone saw it. I got a round of applause. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I'd, I'm I'm a pretty outgoing person, so I don't think that typically I get too embarrassed yeah. unless I really fuck up. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, like, when did I... I guess I have a fun story. Um, timely, because it happened at my high school graduation. Um, everybody's, like, town handles things differently, but the way that... that, that mine does is like you you invite people to your your graduation party and a lot of people have them the weekend before or the weekend of and the saturday and the sunday and um we did mine the saturday before graduation um i didn't want to do it on the day of because it's just a lot of shit going on and whatever so we did it saturday before um so like i'm in dress shoes all day greeting people and whatever and and i just bought a brand new pair of white tennis shoes um, and that's relevant to the story. The week before graduation, you know, you, you do the practice run through with your school and like, here's how you line up and you march out at this song and you, this is how you walk into your seats because, you know, you've never done that before. Um, and they were very adamant, like nothing on your, your cap, uh, no extra like bling on your, your uh, gown and dress shoes, no sandals, no nothing. You got to have dress shoes on. Fine, whatever. So I stood in my dress shoes all day on Saturday. And as a teenager, like, your feet hurt after that. Like, you're still, you're not used to that and you don't want to. And I was like, <clears throat> so we're taking pictures on Sunday before heading to the school for the actual graduation ceremony. And someone in my family made a comment that I was wearing my, if I, was I going to change my shoes? And I was like, no, like, I'm whatever. Now, keep in mind. I am a speaker at my high school's graduation. So it's not like I was going to be sitting in the audience in row 27 in the middle of the row. I was going to be on stage. So I was like, no, whatever. I, uh, they, they're brand new shoes. They're bright white. They're, they're fine. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fast forward to um, we're all standing in the processional line waiting to go out. And my co-speaker says, wear your dress shoes, Richard. I'm like, oh, I'm not wearing them. These are fine. Well, one of the principals overhears said comment, looks at me and looks at my shoes, and he's like, you can't go out there like with those. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way that they will not let one of the speakers go out on the, to a high school graduation stage. This isn't Yale. This isn't West Point. This is a high school in the Midwest. Oh, no. They were not going to allow me yeah. to go on stage. Our, our high school was just as strict. So I was like, well, fuck. I live... On a good traffic day, 10 minutes from the school. And it was like 2.35, 2.40, ceremony starts at 3. And it's like, I can get there and get back, but someone has to make sure I get back into the building. So like, I take off. I went 45 to 50 in a 25, uh, get my shoes, and I'm driving back, also going equally as fast. And I get back to the school. And of course, there's no parking because it's ceremony starting time. Yeah. I jump a curb and park like in the median section um, near the school doors. I run up to the door that they promised would be unlocked and it's locked. <laughs> so one of my classmates, thankfully they're still in line in that area. They let me in. I run to the front of the line. I'm sweating because it's fucking end of May in Iowa. I We start the processional and my family's taping that and you can overhear on the tape my sister say, he changed his shoes. They noticed that I changed my shoes. I give the speech; it was fine. So that's a everyone in the, in the school knew that that had happened. And dramatic, yeah, insane, crazy. <laughs> Your actual question, though, 
is if you were to die this evening. Oh, God, that's dramatic. Yep. With no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone, and why haven't you told them yet? Holy shit. (laughs) Are you all listening? Are you ready? Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. What have I not told someone, and why have I not told them? That you would regret yeah. not telling them if you died tonight. Yeah. Correct. Oh, boy. Um, it's not... I can't think of, like, one person that I haven't told something to. Um, it would probably be, like, a handful of people who um, were supportive when I was depressed and going through things but they probably didn't know that they were supported like they were being themselves and being friendly um but they probably don't recognize the impact that that had and why haven't i told them i don't know maybe i should do that that's like that's almost like a new year's resolution question yeah that's a hard question to answer though it is um because like you i'm a pretty open person and i try and wear my heart on my sleeve and Live as openly as possible. I'm trying so. to think how I would even answer that question. Yeah. Um, I think. Let's see. What is, let me read the question again. If you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate, what would you most regret not having told someone? Regardless of who it is, I think I would most regret saying I love you if I hadn't. Sure. Yeah. I think that would be like my biggest regret, and yeah. that can be. My best friends, yeah. my my daughter, my husband, my you know my my immediate family, like whatever. Um, I feel like it's super it's super important for me to tell everybody that I love them, and if they don't know that, when I die, I fucked you up. You fucked up, yeah. Something's wrong, yeah. Um, so I think that'd probably be mine. That's a good one. That was fun. Yeah, we're gonna keep these. We're gonna keep doing these every now and again. I think. Okay. Um, so quick quick uh today is may the 29th it's gonna be may it's almost june it's gonna be june (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we have an anniversary in a week yes we do from today uh is the anniversary of our first date yep oh boy feels like forever ago like so much has changed and happened in life in the world june 5th 2012 yes starbucks. i thought it was june 6th you did and typically we go to starbucks every year we didn't go last year because the kid got in the way and we yeah, swore we would never do that do again it. now corona's corona is fucking, fucking in <laughs> clearly we're not meant to celebrate this we may have to do a drive-thru or something yeah, and just sit in the car and I, I got a couple saved tiktoks with starbucks recipes that i want to try oh you so, do huh? yeah uh, yeah. Did you buy my coffee that morning, or did I not I, let you? Nope, I did. You did. You tried to not let me, and I yeah. said, "Fuck your life." Yeah, I'm buying it. Yeah. Um. Yep. And then later on, like closer to probably for my birthday, I think you sent me a gift card via email to Starbucks. I think I did because I paid for your yeah. coffee yeah. Uh, on our first date. Yeah. So how's that for memory? That was pretty good. I I remember sending you a pizza. One day. You sent me a pizza? Yeah, I ordered a pizza online. I don't remember that. Yeah. When yeah. was that? Do you want me to go into details about that? Sure. That was when you got in trouble at work? 
when did I get in trouble at work? Because I bought a bed. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> now I remember. <laughs> so I felt bad that you almost got fired. He bought a bed online with my help using my employee discount yeah. on, I guess, a piece of furniture which wasn't supposed to have a f- that big of a discount or something. And I got in trouble because yeah. he bought a bed. Yeah. woo <laughs> And it was like a $200 frame. Like It was, it was not, not like this. Yeah. $4,000 couch. Please freak out about that. Yeah. yeah. So I sent yes. you a pizza that night. All right. Yes, we're eight years in. Eight years in, almost five as a married couple. Yep. That anniversary is later this year. Yep, and our vacations got canceled. Yeah, so celebrate. It's a great year. This is going to be a a monumental. (laughs) I mean, at least we'll look back and be like, oh, remember our fifth year anniversary? We couldn't do anything because we were stuck in the house all year. year." That's basically what it's going to be. Yeah. We have, so we have tickets to the Iowa Wild Hockey game. That was going to be Kennedy's first sporting event. Uh, that had been canceled, so that's going in her baby book. And at the office, I've got tickets to a Journey concert that are invalid, uh, that are just on my bulletin board, kind of as scrapbook items. Because, Damn it! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. and, and we have pending tickets to Luke Bryan. Pending tickets to Luke Bryan, which we uh, don't know if that's going to happen or not. I'm yeah. guessing not. My, well, fine. I mean, we we could still go because um, it. We'd be in a suite, and so you know, it might it might still be a thing. I don't know, but all right. Well, next next episode, I have no idea what we're even talking about next. It'll episode. be June five plus seven is twelve. June twelve. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we just go with it. Maybe the world will be open by then, and oh, that'd be great. Be, right. I miss people. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's been a weird spring, but it is spring. The flowers are, have bloomed. Right. Uh. We're still alive. We're still We're alive. F- we hope you're all doing well. Um, we send you our best. Um, and as always, say hi to us on Instagram if you feel like a chat. At Richard and Steve. Until yep. next time. Yep. Bye, guys. This podcast was mixed and produced by Sprout Media, a digital media firm in Des Moines, Iowa, who believes in doing things differently. They believe in putting consumers and clients first, being a partner in marketing, and inspiring your tomorrow. They build websites, create digital media strategies, shoot and produce videos, and edit and produce podcasts just like this one. Check out Sprout Media at gosproutmedia.com where you can subscribe to their podcast, The Buzz Addiction, or even request a free consultation. That's GhostBroughtMedia.com.